Hi, uh, Frank Vacker here, and welcome to the Daily Peacemaker. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit today about um, conflict, because um, even this culture of, of peace, um, there's going to be uh, conflict, disagreements, uh, different perceptions. Um, so it's important, I, I feel, to learn how to deal with those. Um, so uh, let me share with you a little incident that, that happened. Uh, it was a while ago, it was before uh, the pandemic. So I was at a um, friend, well, a house, a party, and it was a um, pretty big house and uh, lots of room and stuff. And so I was talking to some friends and then um, I, get a little, I started to get a little hungry. So I said, I'm gonna go uh, look for the kitchen, see if I can find it in this place. So I started walking around Miranda and I went past the room and I noticed two people in there uh, having a discussion. And um, it was a pretty serious discussion. You could tell from the, uh, the intensity of, of the voices and the serious looks on their face. And uh, so I didn't give it a second thought. I went down, finally found a kitchen, um, got some, uh, food there. They had some nice hors d'oeuvre trays that weren't quite ready to go out yet. So I said, yeah, let me sample one of those and see how they are. Um, and I chatted for a while with a couple of people there. And then I went back to the group I was with. And as, as I was going back, I noticed, I went by the same room and I noticed these two people uh, were still there, but um, their discussion had intensified. Uh, you could tell by the, uh, the sharpness of the voice, the volume had raised uh, um, a bit, if not quite a bit. Um, and you, you could tell it was heating up in there. And as I walked by, I heard one of them say something to the effect, you're as dumb as your brother, you know that? Geez, what a, uh, you know, and, I have some training in nonviolence and know something about the escalation of conflict. So I went past and then I started thinking, oh, should I go back and try to uh, intervene in this before it gets really out of hand? Um, I also was thinking, well, I wonder what I would do if I were one of those two people in there. And then another little voice said, oh, Frank, just mind your own business. So um, let me stop there and share with you a, um, a video that I did with two friends of mine, um, Madeline uh, Labriello and Pam McDonald. And as I'm searching here, I'll keep talking. Um, I have a propensity, that's a big word, huh, to uh, mispronounce words. And, um, you know, when I introduced Madeline, I kind of stumbled around um, with her name. So uh, I asked forgiveness and she forgave me, obviously. And then, um, so I asked forgiveness for all you people that watch this. So let me see if this will uh, bring it up here. Um, let me see, so we go down here. So anybody can see this and now we'll get over here and uh, see what comes up and we'll Get this here and get that there, and here we go. Okay. My name is Frank Thacker, and I'm here with my two good friends, um, Pam McDonald. Are you going to say hi? Oh, 
Hi, I just <laughs> wait. Yeah. And um, Madame La Laparella, La Labriella. Labriola. Gabrioli. Labriola. <laughs> I'll just say Madeline. <laughs> okay. Hi. All right. So um, we are all certified uh, nonviolent trainers in the uh, Kenyan philosophy. And we've been talking about doing some presentations on nonviolence with the hope that it will help people become more skilled in nonviolence and using it in their daily lives. Um, and also at the same time, it would sharpen and deepen our understanding. So with that in mind, we decided we'd do a series of videos on different aspects of um, Kenyan nonviolence. And the first one we decided to work on or present is conflict, the different levels of conflict. And uh, there are three of them, and I'm, I will start with the, the first one. And the first one is called normal, normal level of conflict, which makes a lot of sense because it's pretty normal in all of our everyday lives. And it's, it involves um, stuff like, say you and your spouse want to go to Florida or on a vacation, you want to fly and she wants to go on the train. That, that's a conflict or uh, maybe disagreement is, is a better word. And so you've got the same goal, but you've got different approaches to it. Or say you living with someone and your refrigerator and your washer are both broken. You only have X amount of dollars. You think you should fix the refrigerator. They think the dishwasher. So again, because of limited resources, there's gonna be um, a disagreement, a little, you could call it conflict, I guess. And so, um, the main thing from my perspective in this is that um, when you start talking about it, you have to ideally tune into your own feelings and also be aware of the other person's feelings because the goal is to keep this um, fairly rational. Not saying that feelings are might not be part of it or that feelings are important, but you want to keep it manageable for lack of better word and be able to tune in. And if you feel you're getting too hot, maybe you need to say something to the effect, well, um, just share, you know, I'm getting a little irritated. Maybe this is not a good time to, or to not a good time to continue to discuss it. So let's, um, let's maybe try a little bit later. Or if you sense it in, in the person you're with, it's not gonna be wise to say, hey, you're getting a little hot out of the collar. I don't want to talk to you anymore. You might say something, well, this seems to, we seem to be losing, lose focus here, you know, so own it as not their problem, but a problem in a discussion, you know, and so just say maybe we could talk about this a little bit later, things like that, because if you don't do that, if you don't keep it manageable, then it begins to uh, escalate to the next level, and I think, uh, Pam, you Will you sure. talk a little bit about, about that? Sure. Um, I think actually before I talk about the pervasive level, just to mention that we're used to in this culture thinking about conflict as a bad thing. Oh, I don't want to have any conflict. But no, life is full of conflict. There's conflict all over the place. 
And there's nothing wrong with having conflict. What is not so great is when those conflicts stop being what the conflict is actually about and kind of blow up into something bigger. Yeah, and that's a good, that's talking a talking about here when Frank is talking about, okay, this is a normal level of conflict. We have a disagreement about how we want to do something. Um, we know we're going to end up, I mean, we can reasonably commit even to end up on the same page ultimately. Um, mm -hmm. We can talk about it and sort of reason it through and feel it through and just see where we both land together. However, sometimes because we're not always that great at dealing with conflicts and keeping them at le that level, sometimes they uh, start to generate a much higher level of energy that then becomes <laughs> uh, damaging potentially to the relationship. So the con it goes to the level called pervasive. So instead of remaining at in the area of conflict you started with, you start pulling in, well, your mother and uh, my brother, and uh, by the way, last year, remember what happened. And so the energy starts escalating and you actually begin to do damage to your relationship. When that happens, um, there needs to be some manner of intervention to bring it back down to that level where you can have, you know, a, a friendly conversation or a, at least a non-damaging conversation about the conflict. If you allow that pervasive level to develop into a very high energy conflict, then it becomes an overt conflict. And Madeline, you can talk about that. Right, I was thinking about when you were um, describing the two lower levels of conflict that it's, somewhat like an escalator. So you're at the bottom and it just keeps moving up till it gets to the highest level, which is the um, overt level. And this can um, this can, it can do the most harm because it can be a physical uh, confrontation at this point. It could be, um, it becomes more aggressive, could be throwing things or um, so it's more than shouting. It's more of a, um, uh, a level in which both one or both parties have lost control. So you want to avoid that escalator that goes all the way to the top. And um, if you get to that point, um, you might need help getting back down, you know, either from a mediator or First of all, walking away, taking time out, but um, this is where feelings get hurt and issues become much greater than the original issue. So you, at all costs, you want to avoid moving up into the third level of conflict, if at all possible. So how do we do that? How do we prevent our going from that normal conflict of everyday disagreements and whatnot to um, to that level where we might be throwing things at each other or insulting each other. Because there are lots of ways to, to be uh, violent. It's not only with, um, you know, slapping somebody or, you know, you can also be violent by your language. 
and your aggressiveness. So that's what we're trying to avoid, getting to that level, which is not good for anyone. Oh. Well, and I, I think my training might be a little different than yours, Marlon, that actually the throwing insults back and forth is at the level of pervasive conflict. So you're not necessarily doing damage to the other person, but you're definitely doing damage to your relationship with the other person in that pervasive level. And having insults or, or throwing insults at each other um, um, no, I forgot my point, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I, I think in some ways these divisions are, um, what do I want to say? Not, uh, they're more theoretical than, than how things really are in the sense that um, parts of one level can be parts of another level. So the, the main point, I think both of you touched on it, is this whole notion of it escalating any type of conflict. And the thing that, that um, we're trying to share with you and also learning ourselves is the ability to, to tune into both yourself and your partner when you start to feel things bubbling. And, you know, as, as we share, there are ways to to end the um, conflict right there from either stopping it or calling time out or whatever. Um, and it's hard to do because you, it, to me, it happens so quickly, the, the escalation. Um, and we see it all, all the time. So it's a, the, the, probably the main thing we would like to tell, teach people and ourselves is that ability to, to sense one things are, are starting to boil over and then develop ways of, of handling that now. And um, Pam, you made a, a, a good point about some conflicts, especially interpersonal. Um, they might also have a history. You know, you met something about last year when this happened, you know, so it's, uh, it's I think it's a helpful tool um, to, but it's something we all have to practice. Um, so, Dave, any other comments? Or? Yeah, um, the one I wanted to make before that slipped out of my mind. Oh. The pervasive level of conflict is when you begin to dehumanize the other person. Mm. And yeah. dehumanizing the person is the basically the pavement on which you can start being physical with the other person, which oh. is you know, then you're doing some real damage that is is hard to recover from. So yeah, yeah calling people names, um, you know, uh, bringing up like <laughs> really sensitive things so that you know you're throwing that person outside their ability to manage themselves, and especially the dehumanizing part where yeah. you, you start calling them names that, show that you're not seeing them as fully human and fully autonomous human, human being they're you know to be controlled in some way or to be dismissed yeah, yeah. so were you going to say something yeah but now i can't remember <laughs> <laughs> we're all kind of old folks so we got to start writing down uh, uh, yeah so. um i know i was just thinking that the um 
the history part of a conflict is is something that um, for people who are married or living with other people that the the old tapes the old recordings come back into your mind so I think that the way you avoid or you try to deal with conflict is to try to know yourself better I know maybe going a little bit deeper but I mean it's great to have these rules I remember doing marriage encounter many years ago and thought you had a fair fight you know uh-huh. you had these rules that you know you had to keep your hands and I can't remember them all but the point was that there's um there are fair fighting rules and both both people need to agree to that because if one person isn't following yeah. you know and that's that is not always so easy so I think there's difference between long-term conflicts and then something that happens, say, in a grocery store, for instance. Uh-huh. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, good point. Um, and uh, so it's it's deep. I mean, this is deep. It's not. It sounds so simple. Three types of conflict. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it really, you know, there's so much about personalities and old stories and feelings of whatever. You know, it's like if you know somebody has a weakness. And you use that against them, like you're saying, Pam, like this person's been wounded in some way, <clears throat> and you keep hitting that wound. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a real skill at damaging the yeah. other person. Yeah. yeah. So, so knowing the conflict, but also knowing yourself. Important. Yeah. Good points. Um, so I don't know. That, I guess you could... Um, we could talk about this forever, but maybe um, there's enough here um, to uh, wrap it up and um, to let people know um, if they want to engage with us or have us do some more presentation. So uh, here I am back and uh, hopefully um, you found that um, helpful. Um, some good points raised. Uh, conflict is uh, not a bad thing. It is, and it sometimes can lead to even a deeper understanding on both people's parts. Um, it's really helpful if you're involved in a, in a conflict to really understand what's going on within you. Um, and uh, some conflicts have a history, so it's good to remember that. Um, and that uh, video, I think, got a little cut off a little soon. If if you um, we mentioned that we're open to, uh, to doing uh, workshops and presentations, if if you so desire, and um, best place to contact us is uh, on the website dailypeacemaker.com. Um, I suggest you uh, pay that a visit every now and then because we're going to be putting a lot of uh, videos on around. Um, creating a culture of peace. Now, back to, uh, to my story of that uh, conflict that was going on as I walked by and me trying to figure out, well, should I go back and say something? Should I mind my own business? Um, what, would, uh, um, what would I do if I were in that situation? So, uh, but what was that? Oh. Oh, um, my producer just said we're, we're out of time. So I guess I uh, can't um, 
finish the story. Um, I'll, I'll maybe get back to it sometime, or I'll just leave you with, uh, what do you think I did? Um, so uh, we'll probably touch on this again at some point. So stay tuned. Uh, check the, the podcast out and stuff, and you may find out what happened. In the meantime, um, hope things go well with you. And uh, thanks for being with us. Appreciate your time as always. And you take care.